morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the weekday edition of the competitive hedge podcast i am your host of the show kenneth cotterell and thank you all for joining me here on this very cold wednesday here in saskatchewan now this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and we cap things off with our daily betting card with our last call pick segment as I said, it is freezing cold up here in Saskatchewan. Had to put the car in the garage. Hopefully it still starts. That's how cold it is up here. But we're really looking forward to today. There's a lot of great plays. No World Cup on today. We gave a couple-day World Cup break before we head into the quarterfinals. But before we do get into today's episode, we got to talk about our phenomenal sponsors over at Bet99. Now, Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting player props, a cash out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and the World Cup. Now, Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24 7 with their live chat option so go to bet99.com today to make an account use code or shoot code shooters on at sign up and please gamble responsibly you must be 19 plus years of age to do so and it is available to persons in ontario only but most importantly if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you contact connex ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge down in the ticker below we also have the saskatchewan number there we want to make sure that everyone gambles responsibly especially during these hard times now let's talk about our tuesday recap for yesterday we made a little bit of money yesterday uh, it wasn't our best day really looked bleak there for a little bit and it was a roller coaster of a day i mean it starts out we got portugal right uh they absolutely blew out their opponent 6-1 so uh, huge result for them um, and thought that the day was going to get out to a phenomenal start. And then we had a couple tough losses. The Wagner loss in college basketball yesterday that we posted on our Twitter account. Go follow us at Hedgepod. Wagner plus nine and a half, and they were all tied with five minutes to go and then lost by 13. So they blew it late for us. Then my Detroit Red Wings, this is why you don't bet against your own team because I'm excited that Detroit wins four to two, but of course I had Tampa in regulation and they lose outright. I also bet on the Lakers to cover. Uh, I have stayed away from the Lakers for so long. And then Anthony Davis misses time. And this is why it is so difficult to be a Laker fan because I got my hopes up just to have Anthony Davis go down with a bit of an injury, but we were able to salvage it late in the day. Uh, The Leafs win four, nothing. Not that I like the Leafs, but I love when they win when I bet them. 
Duke and Iowa, they went under the 148 total because they finished 74 to 62. And then Dallas and the Denver Nuggets, they go over uh, 221. Uh, They finished on 231. So great result for us yesterday to finish things out. We get a little bit of profit. Um, I don't know if we deserve the Johnny clip, but I guess we'll play it just because we did make some money. So we make a little bit of money yesterday, but now we are looking forward to today. But before we do, let's talk about those World Cup results. Portugal, obviously, they dominated 6-1. to one. That was the second game yesterday. Cristiano Ronaldo started on the bench after there appeared to be a little bit of a rift between him and the head coach there in Portugal. It doesn't matter. They're advancing. They now get to take on. We were thinking this was setting up for Spain-Portugal. Instead, we get Morocco going through. Oh, wait, we weren't expecting that because we picked Morocco on the show yesterday. They win on penalties. Their goalkeeper was phenomenal in that PK shootout. And let's face it, Morocco did not deserve the result yesterday. They they got thoroughly outplayed by Spain. But Spain did not create enough chances, and that's why they're heading home. It was my concern heading into the tournament whether guys like Asensio up front would be able to do enough for them to score enough goals, and they were unable to do so. So you get Morocco advancing as well as Portugal. They will meet in the quarterfinals on, I believe they play on Saturday this upcoming week. Now, other news, OBJ looks like he's not ready to go for the NFL. Um, They fear that he won't be able to play until mid-January due to that injury that he suffered in the Super Bowl last season. But I honestly didn't understand the OBJ obsession. Not that I don't think he could be a talented player when he's at 100%, but I think that the name carried more value than what he could actually bring to the field this season. Uh, I think he will need a full training camp to gear up and be ready to go. Uh, And bringing him back in mid-January doesn't make any sense. As a Dallas fan, I didn't want to bring him in either because I don't think we need him with that offense playing the way that they are. Uh, But with him not being ready for another month or so, I don't see him uh, being a part of anyone's uh, plans this year. And then Baker Mayfield, he got picked up by the LA Rams after yesterday. I poked fun that he was heading to the CFL. I guess he'll hang around the NFL a little bit longer, but for the life of me, I can't figure out why. Because when I look at this Rams team, you've already got injuries everywhere, whether it's Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, uh, Aaron Donald. You're not playing for anything anymore. So why would you even risk it? I would just go with Wofford the rest of the year, ride it out, um, and then focus on next season. Uh, Matt Stafford also missing time as well. But they bring in Baker. Looks like he could even start on Thursday night. I think it's ridiculous to see that. But nonetheless, Baker will be starting for the Rams this week. And then more MLB moves. We are in the middle of MLB free agency. Everyone's looking at where's Aaron Judge going. Some false reports yesterday that he was heading to the Giants. He still hasn't decided, but some of the guys that are moving, Jameson Tayon and Cody Bellinger are both heading to the Cubs. Tayon's getting four years, $68 million, and Bellinger's on a one-year deal worth seventeen and a half. You got Tayon Walker, four years, $72 million, heading to the Philadelphia Phillies, who already loaded up just the other day. Mitch Hanniger heading to the Giants, three years, $43.5 million. Josh Bell, two years, $33, heading to the Cleveland uh guardians i almost said i think i said cubs or Cavs. i don't know where i was going with that one but the guardians is where he's heading and then andrew haney two years 25 million heading to texas joining uh jacob de who's already going to be a ranger next year 
But with that, we got to head over and talk about the daily game slate. Lots happening in the NBA, NHL, and even some college basketball. But before we do, let's play the video. All right, so 11 games happening in the association tonight. We're looking at seven of them. Uh, the four that we're not looking at, the, that Clippers and Orlando game that went down to the wire the other day, not really interested in betting that. I uh, don't want to go with the Hawks and Knicks. Still don't know what's up with Trey Young and this Atlanta Hawks team. Uh, OKC and Memphis, I got no interest in betting a jawless uh, Memphis team. And then Indiana in Minnesota. I didn't really know where to lean with that one, especially with no Carl Anthony Towns, so I stayed away. Now, what games am I looking at? I'm looking at this Toronto and Laker game, which the line movement overnight was two and a half points because who knows if Anthony Davis is going to go today, unlikely. But the Raptors are now up to minus seven and a half, so the Lakers, they're on a back-to-back. Obviously, we know they lost to Cleveland last night. The Raptors just lost to Boston, but Toronto has won for their last six at home. They've also done a really good job of beating the Lakers recently, and this has been a pretty good Lakers team the last number of years, but Toronto's won eight of the last 10 head-to-head, and they covered all eight of those wins. So my lean would be Toronto minus seven and a half. It's not an official show play, but it is one where I think if you want to add that into your parlay, then it wouldn't be a bad thing. Then you got the Brooklyn Nets and Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Brooklyn are minus 10 and a half at home today with the over-under at 221 and a half. Now, Charlotte have lost two straight in six of their last 10, whereas the Nets, they may have just lost to Boston, but prior to that, they had things rolling, winning seven of their last nine. Um, Brooklyn, they have won four of the last six head-to-head as well, and they've gone under in a lot of those games. So I would definitely lean the under in this game tonight, expecting that Charlotte's offense isn't going to show up. You got the Washington Wizards and Chicago Bulls playing tonight. The Bulls are minus five and a half with the over-under line at 225.5. Now, these are two teams that are struggling to tread water. They're the 10 and 12 seeds in the East. Um, They both only won three of their last 10 games. Washington, they're winless in their last five road games as well. The the reason why I would lean Chicago today is strictly because they've won seven of the last 10 head-to-head, and they've covered six of those. So I think trends show that they're the better team out of these two and that they should be able to cover that spread tonight against a bad Wizards team. Then you got the Detroit Pistons coming off a big win over Miami last night, and they're taking on the New Orleans Pelicans and their nine and a half point underdogs. And, you know, the Pistons have still been bad. Uh, they've lost six of their last 10 games, um, whereas the Pelicans, they've won eight of 10. They've covered seven of those wins. Um, and they've also won seven of the last 10 head to head and covered uh, a number of those wins as well. So I lean the Pelicans spread tonight, especially with Detroit on a back to back. I don't anticipate them winning beating the Heat and then also coming in and beating the Pelicans or even keeping it close for that matter. I think the Pelicans cover that spread. Then we got the Kings and Bucks tonight. Uh, The Bucks are minus six and a half, but Sacramento, their against the spread is phenomenal this year. They're 15 and seven. Um, They're playing a lot better than people expected them to. And they're six and four in their last 10 against the spread as well. Um, Milwaukee have won five of their last six games. So they're also coming in playing well. The way that I would lean with this game, now Milwaukee's won 10 straight head-to-head, but they've also gone over in all 10 of those games. 
I would take the over tonight. I don't know if I like the the Bucks to cover that full spread, but I definitely like them to go over. I think there's plenty of offense in this game for both of these teams. Then we got the Golden State Warriors. They're minus one and a half versus the Utah Jazz. Over underline sitting at two. It was 239 and a half, and it is all the way down to 234 and a half. This one kind of makes me second guess maybe where I was leaning. I was leaning the under because of how high that number is, but we might actually just add that to our stay away games now. And then the last one would be Boston taking on the Phoenix Suns. Boston are minus one and a half on the road for this game, and it's because they're playing great basketball. They've won eight of their last 10. I talked about the fact they just beat the Raptors. And Phoenix, they've won seven of their last 10. Um, Combined, they've covered 13 of their last 20 games, so both of these teams do love to cover. This is basically a pick though, when you're looking at minus one and a half. And head-to-head, they've gone under in three of the last four, but Phoenix have covered seven of the last ten head-to-head. So I kind of lean Phoenix tonight. I think uh, I think looking at this line uh, at home, they're going to get a big result tonight. If not, I would definitely take the under. Uh, I think defense is going to be on display tonight. Now, NHL-wise, seven games happening. Four of them interest us. Staying away from Washington, Philly. No interest in Buffalo, Columbus, and the Rangers and Vegas don't love either side tonight. So the four that we're looking at, uh, Minnesota, <laughs> I wrote Minnesota Flames in my notes. Minnesota Wild taking on the Calgary Flames. Flames are minus 135. I would lean Calgary or the under. Um, they've either pushed or gone under in eight of their last 10 games. And at six and a half with two good goalies going, I would definitely lean the under in that game. Boston are minus 190, taken on Colorado. Boston have won eight of their last 10, and Colorado are playing 500 hockey right now. My lean is definitely the under in this game, especially when you have Allmark and Grigorov going. Uh, to me, they're two of the better goalies in the NHL right now. I think Grigorov, it's because of the team he's on, less so talent-wise. But these guys are giving up not that many goals per game. I, I see a much lower scoring uh, matchup tonight. Then we got Arizona Coyotes and the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers are minus 290. Um, Arizona have won just one of their last 10 games, but three of those were OT losses. Um, and then you've got Edmonton. Uh, I wanted to take them in regulation, but it kind of scared me away. Um, they've gone over in seven of their last 10. Um, if I would lean anywhere tonight, I would just go with the Edmonton puck line uh, because I have confidence that they are a much better team and that they should be able to score five, maybe six goals at home tonight. So that would be my lean. And then Vancouver, minus 120, taking on the San Jose Sharks on the road. Everything for me points towards the Canucks money line tonight. Uh, They've won seven of their last 10. San Jose has won just two of their last 10. Vancouver's won eight of their last 10 against San Jose, including six straight games. I think they make it seven tonight, and they keep it rolling. Then, college basketball-wise, four ranked teams playing tonight. Uh, three of them that we're looking at. Staying away from Hofstra and Purdue. The minus 17.5 line is tough, as is the over-under 147. So staying away there. Now, this was a puzzling one for me. The Eastern Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's minus 27.5. And, and normally, I would say hell no to looking at a spread like that. But I kind of like Eastern Kentucky tonight. This is a team that's scoring over 83 points per game. Um, Now, they are going up against one of the better defenses in college basketball because they're giving up under 52 points per game. But I think if Eastern Kentucky shoots relatively well tonight, they they cross that 60 mark. It's going to be very tough for Tennessee to cover. So I do lean East Kentucky. 
Then you've got Nebraska and number 14, Indiana. The Hoosiers are minus 12 tonight. Now, Nebraska, they are 6-3 and three on the year, but they don't cover very often. And then you've got Indiana, who's 7-1, and one, and they're 5-2-1 and one against the spread. Now, for me, I kind of lean Indiana. Uh, that is a bit of a steep spread, though. They have won seven of the last 10 head-to-head. They've covered six of those wins. So I would lean Indiana. It won't be an official show play for me today, but uh, taking a dozen spread in college basketball is always tough, especially if you get into a lower-scoring game. And then you got Connecticut. They're taking on Florida. UConn are the five seed in the country. They're not only nine and zero, but they're eight and one against the spread. So they love to cover. Florida six and three to start their year, and they're four and five against the spread. Now both offenses score over eighty points per game, so I'm expecting a very high scoring game here. Um, but UConn does have the better defense, and they haven't lost to Florida in their last four meetings dating back to 2013. So I definitely lean UConn tonight. So with that, we've given you all the games that are happening today. Now with now we got to go over and talk about our last call pick segment where we give you our official betting place for today. But before we do, let's play the video. All right, so as I said, our segment is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery, which is a family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their seasonal releases are out now, including their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka. We got the local sweater on today, and, you know, I said that I was going to wear the Christmas sweater every day until we had a losing day, um, and we just squeaked out a winning day yesterday, so I hope I'm not jinxing it today by going against that wearing this sweater, but how could I not love the products over there at Last Mountain, and so definitely go and check them out. Now, we are in holiday season, and I keep talking about it. We want to pay for gifts this holiday season, and we're over 18 units in the positive just a, a week into this month. Now, we're not getting Tim's gift cards. We're, we're not getting stocking stuffers. Let's play, pay for those cardigans, pay for those slacks, whatever it is that you want to get for your significant other, your family member, your, your dog, whatever it is, let's make some money. So let's start with our first play for today, which is that New Orleans Pelican spread at minus nine and a half. And people might think that's steep, but with Detroit on a back-to-back, I just really don't love this spot for them. Uh, they got to go from Miami to New Orleans. And now the Pelicans are a great team, especially when healthy. Um, I think this is just a spot where they get a comfortable win against a tired team, a tired young team at that. And so I'm going to roll with the Pelicans tonight at minus nine and a half. The second one that I'm rolling with is definitely the Sacramento Kings and the Milwaukee Bucks over 234 and a half. Plain and simple, they've gone over in 10 straight head to head. So what is the indication that that trend is going to end? A lot of points are going to happen here. I think we see Sabonis with a big night, maybe Fox as well. Giannis might drop 40 tonight on this bad Kings uh, defense, and so I really love the over in this game. Then we're also going to roll with that Canucks money line versus San Jose. I mean, they've won eight of their last 10 against them in six straight. Uh, Vancouver's just in better form, even on the road. I don't see them slipping tonight. Martin has been great in net since they've gone away from Demko a bit. Uh, they've definitely found something there. 
Kakinen has not been solid for San Jose either. So I think goaltending favors Canucks. Recent form does, as does the head-to-head. So give me the Canucks money line. College basketball-wise, I got to take that Eastern Kentucky spread. I know that it's not as simple as, well, they they score over 80 per game. So they're going to do that to Tennessee. I'm not even saying they're going to get to 80 or, or maybe not even 70. But if they get to 65 points in this game, we got to get Kentucky above 90 tonight. And I don't know if they have the offense to do that in this game. Um, so I really like this Eastern Kentucky spread. I think it's a lot of points. I'm going to do the minus 110 for two units. And let's cash another college basketball play. And then to cap it off, Connecticut Huskies, UConn, minus three and a half, taking on the Florida Gators, minus 125 for two units. This is never easy to bet against Florida in Gainesville, but it feels like they're just outmatched in this game. Both teams shoot it well, but UConn's better from three. Both teams rebound well, but the slight edge goes to UConn again. UConn's the 12th best team in the country defensively as well, so I think their defense is going to lock in. They're going to get a nice road result today, become one of the first teams to get to 10 wins on the year, and they remain undefeated tonight, so give me the Huskies to cover that minus three and a half. But we appreciate everyone who tuned into the live show. As I always say, go follow us on Twitter at HedgePod because we post plays there throughout the day. Love monitoring those college basketball lines to see if some of them switch quite drastically throughout the day. So you're going to want to go and follow us. We put out our NFL power rankings yesterday. A lot of other great stuff over there. So go and check us out at HedgePod on Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is uh, that you check out social media accounts. We should have one there. And so we appreciate all of you. Drop us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify as well. Now, we will not be live tomorrow, but definitely keep an eye out for our Substack, which we'll have some of our plays later on in the day. Won't have a live show tomorrow morning. We'll be back Friday to get ready for the weekend. And thank you all. We'll see you guys on Friday for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.